Ram Dama's Kingdom by Robert P. Fitton. Book one, who is he who commands the masses? Episode one, the root of all evil. Worcester, Massachusetts, January 23rd, 2029. The large white-haired woman shuffled across the office floorboards. She was upset and pursing her lips every few steps as she moved toward the front window. Snow was in the air late that afternoon. Heavy flakes floated down, only to dissolve onto the warmer pavement. She looked down the narrow street and up the hill. Her boss was late, and from experience, she knew this tardiness could only signal the beginning of trouble. Shaking her head, she returned to her desk and activated a small screen. Then the front door opened, funneling the cooler air across the room. Man in a knitted brown suit, he closed the door and rubbed his hands together. His blonde hair was parted in the middle and covered with moisture. Damn cold, Effie, damn cold. It's not that cold, Harry. If you'd wear your overcoat. No, I must have left it somewhere last night, he said as he blew into his hands. I think, just where have you been, Harry? He walked over to the forest hot air heater behind her desk. I'm sure you've been able to handle things, he smiled. And I do love your concern, he added, pinching her cheek. It's a case, isn't it? You've started working on a case and you haven't told me. Aw, oh, Harry, it's one of your big con jobs. Something set up, something elaborate. I'll take that as a compliment, Effie. I'll get you some coffee. Would I start something and not tell you, Effie? You most certainly would. <laughs> she laughed and she handed him the cup of black coffee. Look, being a private investigator has its advantages, he said, gulping the warm coffee, and its disadvantages. The advantages being money, I suppose, she said, sitting down again. Of course, name one thing more important than having money. I'm going to have the things I never had. I'm 25 years old, and I'm just beginning to live, no matter what the cost. Oh, Effie, come on, stop philosophizing. I have plans. So it's a matter of time. Time for what? Moving to California or Florida and living in Shangri-La for the rest of your life? Well, Harry, life is a little bit more complicated than that, she lectured. McGee rolled his eyes and looked over at the screen as he sipped his coffee. Money will be your demise, Harry, she said as she continued and pointed her finger. Spending it on wild women or those fancy computer systems you have? Are you quite through? He smiled. He had heard all the motherly talk before. It was the video monitor that was attracting his attention. Thousands of people had gathered in a large stadium. They wore yellow headbands embroidered with red triangles. Other men and women with long hair and red robes carried the gold collection plates throughout the crowd. And then the people suddenly raised their hands into the air and cheered wildly. What the hell is this, Effie? asked McGee as he looked over at it. You must have heard of the Ram Dhamma. Oh yeah, that religious nut, okay. Short guy with a shaved head. I know you don't follow current events, Harry. God forbid that you should watch a newscast, she said, trying to provoke him. He didn't respond. He just kept staring at the monitor. The Ram Dhamma. The Ram Dhamma, Harry, has established one of the largest followings on Earth, the so-called Worldwide Church. 
He's got all these poor souls believing he's some kind of god. You seem to know a lot about him, Effie. You aren't thinking of converting, are you? He smiled. What? She erupted. I'm a good Catholic woman. I know, I know, Effie. He chuckled and held her arm. The Ram Dama was coming into view. The remarkable feature about this charismatic man was his dark, penetrating eyes, even though from a distance they seemed to transfix all who watched. His clean-shaven head added to the mystique, and he wore a bright red robe, not like the others. It was almost satin in texture, and emblazoned with a white triangle on the chest. The crowd began chanting his name very slowly. He lifted his arms into the air and crossed them abruptly. This guy is nuts! exclaimed McGee as he looked at Effie. But there's something about him, something I can't explain. Oh, everybody says that. No, no, I've seen him somewhere, you know, like deja vu. Did he ever have anything to do with the war? War? She laughed. I don't think so. Well, the hell with him, said McGee, waving his hand at the screen. Then he pushed back the date pages on Effie's appointment book. You know, this would be much easier if you just let me put it on a computer terminal at your desk. I'm surprised you just don't hire some kind of robot to do my job, she complained. Hmm, he said, pretending to think about it. Then he smiled and made a face at the older woman. Let's see what we have on the agenda today. Yeah, what's left of it? A.L. Thomas, coming in at four. That's the woman whose husband's been consorting with that cheap blonde. Right, right, he's playing around all right. I've got the goods on him, too. Thing is, she's crazy. I don't know how I'm going to tell her. The Ram Dama began speaking to the crowd. McGee turned and leaned over his desk. The religious leader's voice was both loud and frightening. May the peace and understanding of the self be with you always, finding themselves as individuals through my word. Shut out the disrupting influence of those who would advocate the sharing of greater wealth. It's only through the wealth obtained through belief in me that you share the greater good. The worldwide good within me is the key to our survival on this planet. Will you shut him off, complained McGee. Effie reached out and pushed the remote. The set, however, malfunctioned, and the sound grew louder. The Ram Dama's voice echoed around the room. That must be a sign, grinned Effie. Yeah, a sign that that guy is dangerous. Maybe that's what I should do, become a religious leader and have everyone turn over their money to me. <laughs> the way business is going, she said, raising her brows. No, no, things will get better. I am going to make money. It's burning inside me. I will not be poor and worthless, he shouted as he headed for his side office. There are things more important than this life, she called. Don't make me laugh, came the response from the inner office, and the door slammed shut. Effie looked toward his office. The picture came on, and the Ram Dama continued. Toy tomorrow. Let us look at the days ahead. Days where the individual will work toward a new world. Where we will know the only true authority will be the expression of the human soul. Join us again next week for another adventurous episode of the Ram Dama's Kingdom. Who is he who commands the masses? Produced by Fitton Theatre of the Words.